a publisher, and one day my daughter Christina asked me to write a novel with her. Well, that day was long ago, and that little girl is now an adult. But our novels live on. The Truth Seekers Mystery Series highlights a homeschool family, the Murphy Teens, in an action-adventure novel that is sure to entertain as well as teach creation truths. To get your copy, visit our website at truthseekersmysteryseries.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. And today I have a treat for you. I have a special guest who has written a book, and we're going to be talking about that. And it's actually a curriculum, uh, a workbook for kids. So before I bring him on, I just want to remind you, you can get today's show notes at Vintage Homeschool Moms. Look for the episode entitled Rookie Rescuer. And today my guest is Tommy Neiman. Um, he is actually a Floridian like I am or living in Florida anyway. And uh, he approached me about this really interesting book that uh you know, he put together for kids and he has quite a bit that he's going to share with us today. So welcome, Tommy. Thanks, Felice. It's great to be with you. Well, good. Uh, so you live uh, somewhere in Florida. You don't need to give us exactly where, but you are actually a firefighter and a paramedic. So tell us about that and a little bit about what got you. Uh, well, let's just start with that. Let's start with, uh, you know, Tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm a firefighter and paramedic. I was born and raised here in South Florida. I'll get more even descriptive. I'm on the East Coast and certainly not ashamed of the uh, great amount of uh, just blessings God has given me through responding to emergencies and being a firefighter paramedic uh, for now over 30 years. And Wonderful. Um, just really uh, are serving, am serving uh, the community that I was uh, raised in. Wonderful. And I, I was sharing with Tommy uh, before we went live that I never knew, um, even being an adult, that some firefighters are paramedics. Because, um, you know, if you've ever wondered why the fire trucks usually beat out, you know, the, the, the um, you know, police or sheriffs to get to an accident, uh, that makes a lot of sense when you know that. So, that's wonderful. And obviously, you're one of the first responders that people talk about. And you've uh, kind of uh, been around a little bit, not only with your work, but you have uh, come up with this book that um, you've been featured quite a few uh, different places, but especially because of your work as a firefighter. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, of course, you know, the scenes that we 
respond to and back on just your response seeing before police and sheriffs uh, we are EMS responders and more and more departments of course are incorporating the EMS response in uh, to calls uh, where firefighters are cross-trained as paramedics and they mm -hmm. respond uh, of course to medical emergencies as well as fire emergencies and throughout the years just the opportunities to be in on some prominent calls and to be uh, a chaplain uh, underneath it all, uh, God has provided some pretty powerful ways to uh, share Christ and to be a, a spiritual uh, first responder as well as a physical first responder. Wow, what a blessing that is. <coughs> and you also were a homeschool parent. That means your kids are probably grown up, right? Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Mine are. Yeah, well, that's wonderful. That's good to know. And um, and so you, uh, you know, have had this career for quite some time. And, you know, you have also been, um, you know, featured, you're honored as a 2003 Firefighter of the Year for the state of Florida, and you spoke at the governor's breakfast and so forth. You've done quite a few things. And I think one of the things the kids would like to hear is that you even worked with the Discovery Channel on Shark Week for a shark bite call that you had. Um, and so, you know, that's amazing. That's not my favorite show on TV. I think I avoid <laughs> Shark Week. But <laughs> in Florida, it is true. Um, you know, we have the sharks and the alligators for sure. Um, but also, um, you know, you responded to 9-11 in 2001. And, you know, um, I want to thank you for, for your service for that. My cousin uh, was, a, is, well, she was, she has retired now, but she was a detective at that time. And she was boots on the ground, lost a lot of friends. So I, I think it's amazing when you talk to people that someone knows someone you know, that was involved in that horrific thing. So, um, you know, God has you, it seems, Tommy, in some of these amazing situations where he has placed you. Yeah, I have been just, like I say, truly blessed. God always uh, divinely appoints us. And those are things that happen that we don't plan on. Of course, people don't plan on calling 911, uh, getting up in yeah. the morning thinking that's going to be one of their calls. Right. But uh, God still has a way through the tragedies and the destruction and even the death um, that I have been uh, involved with by being on those scenes, that there's areas that uh, lives are changed for eternity. And mm -hmm. yes, I have been just wonderfully blessed because of uh, the, the calls and the honoring that I have had in being firefighter of the year. Uh, doing an earlier book that was um, very uh, well received among emergency responders and just uh, excited about this new rookie rescuer project and being able to uh, take these kids on calls like uh, shark bites and explosions and other calls. But the important thing is that uh, these calls all lead to not only uh, an understanding and um, learning about first responder work, but an understanding of how God is on those scenes and that um, they too uh, can be praying and can be uh, part of any lights and sirens by praying for what's going to happen at the end of those lights and sirens. 
Right. We, I, it's actually what we do. If we see an accident, we, we always, as a family, just prayed for that situation. And it's a wonderful thing to teach your children that you don't, can, you don't have to say, well, we'll pray later to pray right now. And so yes. that's wonderful. So you have this workbook that you've put together called um, Rookie Rescuer. And, uh, you know, uh, you can find this um, at any store. You said you can find it online or at Walmart or um, in bookstores. So what is this about? Tell us about this book. Well, this has been three years in the making. I've taken 12 of the calls that uh, I felt like would certainly grab children's attention and actually take them on the calls. Uh, it's a workbook in nature in that there's fill-in-the-blank spaces that after each chapter, with a, which is a call, the uh, kids learn fire, rescue, first responder, actual strategic equipment and things that are very interesting to children as far as the uh, the physical end of our job as a first responder. But then each chapter or each call also has spiritual questions that they fill in the blanks for. So they're they're very drawn in to this book, undoubtedly, and actually parents and teachers are as well because the calls are real and they're 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 pretty neat calls. Um, I start each chapter out with a memory verse and then the words that are going to be found in the chapter. Then they have uh, at the end of the chapter the definitions of those words and where they were in the text and then they have those questions both spiritually and practically to answer and then a reinforcement of that original memory verse to conclude the chapter there's little radio messages during the call that uh, give good little spiritual bites for the kids to uh, also take in and then after the 12 calls um, I have a clear animated presentation of the gospel. Now, I didn't mention this, but the book is animated and it's all in color, all in really neat illustrations. I, of course, am the firefighter and uh, am firefighter Tom in the book. And I have a Dalmatian dog, Blaze. He's the only fictitious character in the book. He <laughs> rides along with me, but the calls are real. And then after those 12 calls, again, that just very clearly spelled out five-page uh, explanation of, of the gospel. And, you know, at the end of that five pages, they have a prayer that they can pray to receive Christ and a place to sign their name and a date um, to really make a, the best decision they could ever make in their lives. And then there's three project pages. Those project pages are educated because in the book they learned a lot of stuff those are educated field trips to a fire station an ems station for uh, an ambulance and medical equipment and then a fire hydrant a lot of adults don't know the parts of a fire hydrant and the fire hydrant uh, uh, has at the bottom of its page checkoffs as do the ambulance and the fire truck to check off things that they see and learn so they'll impress the firefighters at their community fire station, as well as the parents and teachers will go on informed. And then, of course, after they do all that, they finish the book. They're an official rookie rescuer. 
and there's a certificate page that they can cut out and put on their wall. And then, of course, at the back of the book, we have the answer sheets for the parents. So this is really a curriculum style book that probably unlike anything out there, you know, coming in a first person response for the kids to do. So uh, uh, it's really, uh, I think, a neat project. So uh, what ages would you say this is geared toward? It is it is geared pretty much towards elementary. Second through sixth grade is okay. our sort of the uh, area of age for the kids, you know, anywhere from about, say, seven years old to eight years old to about 12 years old is that uh, is that uh, the way it's written in in, in the academic uh, learning abilities of that age group. Okay, wonderful. You know, it's very interesting and something different, I think, because um, you're bringing in not only an academic aspect, but also bringing in the spiritual aspect, which also makes it, um, you know, a little bit more real for the kids. I think when they have that explanation and also, and the fact that the these calls are real, you know, and so that's wonderful. Um, so is there a call that you've been on um, and is it in the book? So, well, I, I'm glad you asked that really the highlight call was in my first book, but uh, you know, the kids like some of the dramatics, but this was dramatic uh, in a spiritual way. It was a call that we went on for an EMS 911 call for what was a sick person call. And it ended up being a neighbor that I had grew up next to earlier in my life that I was very fearful of and two fire stations and two medical units were tied up that were near. And so God just arranged it. We would be the next responding unit from several miles away. And so we got on my old street and things all came back from my childhood. I didn't think he would be there. It had been 17 years since I had been in that neighborhood. Uh, I knew the house uh, was close to my house, but I wasn't real sure if it was on one side or the other. But sure enough, it was on that very uh, scary picture of a childhood uh, person in my mind. And of course, when we knock on the door and it was a much older uh, looking uh, uh, wife of this gentleman. And here we were responding for him mm-hmm. and he was dying with cancer and uh, yeah. just long uh, blessing short, I should say, uh, I got to uh, pray with him in his dying moments and really experience reconciliation. Um, it was just truly amazing that we would be led to that address when two stations wouldn't be would be out on calls. And I didn't even know anything about whether he was still alive. Uh, you know, he was just a childhood figure of just. Uh, a very scary person and a a mean person that I thought was he, uh, you know, had taken a lot of our baseballs that landed in his yard. And so we had a quite a childhood fear of him, my brothers and I, and sure enough, uh, here I am going back to him in my adulthood on his last day. And, uh, in through his just last moments of almost near unconsciousness, be able to hold his hand, tell him who I was. And mm-hmm. uh, I could feel him squeezing my hand as I was praying with him. And uh, truly, uh, that would be my highlight call. 
That's beautiful. Um, that really is. What God did not only for possibly him to receive Christ, which I prayed with him to do, but also for some reconciliation in my heart. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing how God orchestrated that. And there's no accidents. I call them God incidences when these things happen. So that's, that's just beautiful. And, um, you know, also, you know, one of the things that you, you call homeschool parents are first responders. So share with us, you know, what that means. Well, I truly believe that in a sense that first of all, when I uh, had, and my wife had our, our children in, in homeschool. Um, I knew I had to go to work and be that first responder, you know, in a very physical sense, but I would come home. I would be very tired from a 24 hour shift, but, and I know that parents do, they get exhausted with the effort they have undertaken to be homeschool moms and homeschool dads. And yet my real message is that even before the physical responses, and we have them with our kids, they, they uh, not just medically when they scrape their knees, but we you know provide food on their tables and we close them and we meet those physical first response needs. But we are truly the first responders spiritually to just getting the real truth that we have in our lives that Jesus Christ is real and that he lives in us and that as they grow into that you know age that they become accountable and they become aware of the world they realize that you know there's truly a right and wrong and that there's a way that we have a relationship inside with Jesus and that we are accountable to him before even our parents. And mm -hmm. that relationship is what we are first responders for to minister to those children. And so I equated them both and still do because uh, now my children are anyone and everyone we can minister to through Rookie Rescuer. And that it would be an encouragement to parents to really think about that first responder work spiritually with their children as well as the curriculum they're using and what, uh, you know, co-op group they're in and what field trips they're going to take. But more importantly, that they see the first responder in us to try to really implement spiritual truths in their lives. And, and so, an, yes, that's yeah, my that's uh, real challenge, both to myself now with Rookie Rescuer, but also I had when I was physically and my wife homeschooling our children. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, how there's trends for everything. And when I started homeschooling, that was the trend. It was more of a spiritual aspect. And sadly, that's not what it is anymore. And so hopefully with your book and your, you know, ministry, so to speak, um, that will touch the lives of many parents and really make them consider you know, is, is, you know, this an aspect of what my homeschooling is, you know, my own personal books are science-based, but they're creationism. So there is a strong godly, you know, foundation um, to what we're doing. 
And, and my children, you know, like five of them that are all adults now are serving the Lord, you know, in, in their walk with the Lord. And so, you know, it's, it's a blessing to see, cause you know, when you're in the trenches, you don't see it, do you, Tommy? You're like, okay, <laughs> my, like I used to say to my husband, I survived today, you know, <laughs> and everybody's, everybody's good and in bed. And yeah. he was, he was the one who in the evening would go sit on their beds and listen to their hearts. And at that point I was, you know, at four o'clock, my brain shut down, I was done. Mm. And, and so I was so happy that he was able to come home and take over that aspect um, with them and, and be that mentor for them. And, and so it always, uh, you know, really makes me happy when I hear about you know, dads who participate, you know, even if it's just being supportive to mom, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't want my husband doing the academics. I really didn't. A couple of times I was, I had migraines, finally got to the root of that. Thank you, Lord. And he, he substituted for me and the kids yeah. are like, mommy, please never get sick again. Dad made me re rewrite my math paper because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't clear, you know, and I was like, right answer. Good enough. Let's move on. <laughs> He's a perfectionist and I'm not. So, but praise God, Tommy, this is, sounds like such a wonderful book. And so I'm going to send people to your website and that is rookierescuer.com. And please, parents, check out this book. And Tommy, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us and for the work that the Lord has led you to do. God bless. Thank you, Felice. God bless. All right. So you can find the show notes today. Look for, uh, you can just go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for Rookie Rescuer um, and you will find the show notes there. Take care. God bless. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.